This past weekend, literally in the middle of the night, the White House urged Democrats in the Senate to approve Chicago Mayor, former Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel, as the U.S. ambassador to Japan. There was widespread opposition, particularly not just from activists and organizers, but from good people who care about police violence, police brutality, and who care about the fact that Rahm Emanuel literally covered up the murder of a teenage boy named Laquan McDonald. Openly did it, evidence is widely accepted as real and is still getting an ambassadorship. This is what we call white privilege, but it's deeper than that. It's a lack of courage, a lack of a moral compass, uh, a lack of ethics and integrity on behalf of almost every Democrat in the Senate. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. Time is somewhat different in the COVID era, and you may not remember the brutal, brutal police shooting of a teenage boy in Chicago named Laquan McDonald. He really needed medical attention more than anything else, and finally, the officer who shot and killed Laquan was eventually arrested and charged and convicted of the shooting death of Laquan McDonald who, again, really just needed medical and mental health support, not any form of violence from police who were never in harm's way. And a jury decided this very thing. All of that was done in spite of Chicago's mayor, Rahm Emanuel, who went out of his way to conceal evidence, to hide body camera footage, and to make sure that the police officers who not only killed Laquan McDonald, but helped cover it up to make sure that they were never held accountable. When this was discovered, not only in Chicago, but around the country, there was widespread disgust and disdain, frustration and anger at the role then-Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel played in all of it. It's infuriating. It's, it's immoral. It could be illegal. I, I won't even get into the fact that Rom went out of his way to cut budgets of schools, to close schools, to do so much more that made life hard for everyday people in Chicago. I just want to hone in on the fact that a teenage boy who needed help was murdered by police. And the mayor of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel, went out of his way deliberately, intently, to help cover it up. When you can, Google the words Laquan McDonald, Rahm Emanuel cover-up. You don't have to take my word for it. There are main, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This isn't a fringe conclusion. This is mainstream. Google the words, Laquan McDonald, Rahm Emanuel cover-up, and you will see articles all over the country from mainstream news sources 
And there were politicians all over the country, particularly when they were running for office, mind you, who spoke out on how deplorable, how ugly it was that Rahm Emanuel did that, apparently for political gain, because he knew it would impact his re-election, his position as mayor. And so he tried to cover it up for as long as he could until he was re-elected. And then it all came out. And so, I mean, just think about that. Like, just for a moment, put yourself in the shoes of a family whose loved one was murdered by police. And then you learn that the mayor had oversight of critical evidence that the mayor covered up for their own political gain. Put yourself in that position. It was infuriating when the Joe Biden White House nominated Rahm Emanuel for this ambassadorship. Before Joe Biden took office, it was said, again, from mainstream news sources, that Rahm was hoping to be appointed into some high-capacity position in the White House. But because of his role in this cover-up, it basically made him untouchable. And the, the conclusion at that time was that Rahm was out. And listen, you don't owe him anything. Like, he doesn't deserve anything. This man is independently wealthy, can get a job as a consultant, which is what he's doing now. He does not need this position. His family is super rich. He doesn't need it, okay? It's not his. Like, there is not a position waiting for him. So instead of simply moving on and actually appointing somebody who's qualified to be the ambassador to Japan, Instead of not giving Rom any position, he was nominated for this position of ambassador to Japan, still as a member of the Joe Biden administration. And it was infuriating to see him nominated. But in the middle of the night, right before the Christmas holiday, Democrats in the Senate gathered together under the urge of the Biden White House and approved Rahm Emanuel. And there were only three Democrats that actually voted against Rom. And I'm, I'm going to give you those names now. You know, I am grateful that uh, Elizabeth Warren voted against his nomination. It matters. So I'm deeply grateful to see her vote against Rom. Um, she, in running for president, had so many smart people teaching her about police violence and the impact of it. In addition to Elizabeth Warren, uh, Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts voted against Rom, and Senator Jeff Merkley of Washington State voted against Rom. Bernie and about 25 other senators, if my math is correct, were not even in town and did not vote at all. So the only... Democrats who voted against it were Elizabeth Warren, Ed Markey, and Jeff Merkley. What is shocking, not just because they are black, but what was shocking was that Cory Booker, who I know, and Senator Raphael Warnock, who I know, and I have known Raphael Warnock 
since I was literally a teenage student at Morehouse College going back 20 plus years. Uh, I have known him since long before he was in the United States Senate. And I have known Cory Booker personally for years. I have met him and spoke with him and, and, and been on panels and at events with him. I know his team and his staff, same for Raphael Warnock. To see the two of them who position themselves in huge parts as, as men who care about civil rights and social justice, to see them confirm Rahm Emanuel was deeply discouraging. I mean, there were a lot of people that I was deeply discouraged that they voted for Rahm. But seeing Cory Booker and Raphael Warnock go ahead and vote for him, deeply discouraging. And, you know, I, I called them out on Instagram this past weekend. People said, listen, how can you call them out when we're, we're in such difficult times? Excuse my language, parents and, and school teachers. Fuck that. We're in difficult times. What's, what's that have to do? with them literally putting a man in an in a administration who covered up police violence. It's, it's infuriating. I don't care how hard the time is. Like, that's not, my role is not to shut up and be quiet. I'm not the quiet type in general. But to see these two men and dozens of their Democratic colleagues vote for Rahm Emanuel, Ah, man. It's an easy no vote. Everybody would understand. And clearly they didn't care. And Chuck Schumer passed it through. And, um, you know, it's extremely frustrating. But here we are. And you wonder why, if you ask Democrats and independents, and I'm not, not talking about Republicans, if they are happy with the Democratic Senate, or the Democratic Congress, if they're happy with Joe Biden, you get horrible numbers. And here's the bottom line, and I'll talk about this at another date. Joe Biden, again, this is widely accepted, was put into office by the near unanimous support of black voters. 90 to 95% of all African Americans voted for Joe Biden. And here we are, not only without a voting rights bill, not only without really anything of substance on police violence, but here they are pushing through a man who covered up police violence. That's all I have the energy <laughs> To say, I, I, I feel a vein bulging in my forehead right now. Um, incredibly frustrating. It's like, shit. We can do... Here's the thing. Rom would not have been <laughs> approved with Republicans. Like, he's not a loyal Democrat in the sense that he's out here fighting for the things we care about. He's not doing that. This man is, is a, what we call a vulgar careerist. He's in this for himself. Always has been, always will be. He's not fighting for everyday people. He's not standing against 
the things that we need people to stand up against. He did this because he wants to still be in power, Rahm Emanuel. And shame on Joe Biden and shame on the Democrats in the Senate for approving him. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum. Momentum.